Hello, Pally. This is Pally Radio, and welcome to episode two of In the Studio, where we discuss film reviews, film theories, and other film news. In this episode, we discuss Spider-Man movies. Which ones are good? Which ones are bad? Let's talk about it. I'm Theo. And I'm Jared. And you're listening to KPLY Pally Radio. Let's get right into it. So Jared, Ooh, I've, yes. I've heard you have some pretty controversial opinions on the Spider-Man movies. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people ask me this question, Theo, and I always tell them the same thing. For me, the best Spider-Man movie which I have seen so far is The Amazing Spider-Man with uh, Andrew Garfield. Of course, that's a very controversial opinion, but um, I think my personal favorite would be Spider-Man Homecoming, the most, I guess, different Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie because it's like mm-hmm. it takes place in the MCU, but it's yeah. also... I, I did like that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was entertaining, I think. Yeah. It's the most recent entry in the Spider-Man movie series because it's like all different. Um, of course, this is being recorded before Venom has come out, so we are not talking about that oh, movie, yes, yes. though it's been announced. And um, I think the first thing we should do is talk about where it all began. Yeah, well, Sam Raimi's Sam Spider-Man Raimi's 1. Spider- I have to say, for the first two Spider-Man movies, Sam Raimi did a really good job. Because like before these two movies were made, we didn't know it was possible to make like a serious like superhero movie, basically. Because oh. like, we basically didn't have any good superhero movies before this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. Do we have anything? And I think like, at this point, this was before the MCU, which yeah, is a really crazy thing to think about. And this oh, was no, like, no. We did have... DC was good before this. We had the original Superman movie. We had oh, like yeah. the Batman, a few good Batman movies, uh-huh. like Batman 1 and 2. But then I think... Yeah, this Marvel was the first at this Mar- point yeah. was like doing nothing. I think most of their movies, if at all, were like B-movies probably. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that Sony kind of saved Marvel. And mm-hmm. then later, like Marvel kind of saved Sony with Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So... Spider-Man 1, just not even a real review, but just a quick review of it. Uh, it's like, I, I like the origin one. story, yeah. you know? It's, it's, it's like you kind of have to have it. It was it was cliche. It was a little cheesy. Uh-huh. And it was also like overly dark in some scenes too. Like there's... <laughs> yeah. I feel people like turning tone... into skeletons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like the tone was so weird because you can yeah. never really tell what Sam Raimi is going for. He's just known for being like kind of campy mm-hmm. and funny and goofy, but also at the same time like really dark. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't, but that didn't make it like a really signature style. I have yeah. To say. And then just just a unique. If if Spider Man, the first Spider Man movie, came out like today, I don't think it would be as well received as it was back then. Yeah, for sure. But like given all that context, I would have to like give Spider Man, the first Spider Man movie, like an eight or nine out of ten. Like that, eight that or nine out of ten. Yeah, because just just for because you have to compare movies to the time period which they released. Really? Do you, though? I think so. I okay. think so. Um, yeah. Personally, I think when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, I guess. But honestly, mm. no, I think it's I think it's like a 6, a six, six out of 10. Out yeah, of 10. I don't know. I don't think it stands out that much, to be honest. Well, I, I think we could both agree that it, it, it's it's a positive movie. Right? Yeah. Definitely not a masterpiece. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it it's, not a, it's not a negative movie. movie. It wouldn't be like a 4 or lower. Um, okay. my, my scale is weird. It's like 5 is dead average mm. so six is like it's not bad yeah that's, that's like, good i'm that's not giving good. it a d minus because mm-hmm. i'm not the american school system ah yes yes can we say that on school radio <laughs> maybe okay it's fine uh, don't tell anyone okay spider-man 2 okay yeah oh it's time okay spider-man, Spider-Man 2, 2. <laughs> spider-man 2 i think you could consider it a masterpiece just because the pacing is a little bit slower in this movie yeah i think it, mm. it does feel like a much longer movie mm-hmm. but then 
just the it's a very well balanced and well planned movie where everything kind of ties in together the characters are all like they have like motivation they're all kind of yeah nothing really overpowers anything else and there's yeah. no major flaws in this I, movie. I'd argue that this movie was so ahead of its time because Doc Ock was probably oh, yes, like one of absolutely. the best Marvel villains yeah. until like one Marvel movie like he's oh. arguably still the best no <laughs> arguably I think, still the best I think Spider-Man Homecoming also has a villain that has like motivation that is true. as a character um, Marvel finally picked up their slack for that mm. but considering Spider-Man 2 did that in what like 2004 2? Yeah. it was a while ago they like mm-hmm. did that way before the MCU even came out that's impressive mm-hmm. um to me, at least, I think Spider-Man 2's highlights aren't like the whole movie as a mm-hmm. as like a general thing. I feel like there yeah. is flaws. Like, no one will tell you this movie is flawless. I think. Yeah, there are there are flaws, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's any like major or crippling flaws in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just nitpicks. Yeah. I, think. I also think as a story, like Spider-Man One, of course, had to tell the origin, That's but true. Spider-Man That's Two true. is like a Spider-Man story. You know, yeah, not to say yeah. too much, but mm-hmm. it's like you can you really feel Peter Parker's pain and like definitely. Uh, Relating to other people's pain, that's like a Spider-Man, mm. like a motif. You know, you got to relate to Spider-Man. If you can't relate to Spider-Man, he's mm. not Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you um, on that. There's also the famous train scene, which I won't spoil here, but you'll know it when you see it, and it's, like, awesome, and everyone talks about it, and I agree. It's, like, actually amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a good movie, just yeah. to put it in the wraps. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say 10 out of 10, because that's, like, a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But then some I know some consider it a masterpiece, so I would respect their opinion on that. Yeah. But then me, personally, I would rank this movie as, like, 9 out of 10. Okay. I'd say I'd give it, like, a like an 8 out of 10, I think. That's solid. That's yeah, solid. it's really good. Definitely better than Spider-Man 1. Um, so yeah. I had to give it an 8. It's a step up. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk right, about... The, let's skip Spider-Man 3. No, let's Gosh. talk about the best movie in the trilogy here. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. No, um, no, no, I no. think I think the highlight of this movie uh, was when Peter Parker um, becomes emo and he starts snapping <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Sorry. The best part is when he jumps up on the piano, <laughs> and starts tap dancing. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah, this is the best scene in the entire movie. I also like the part where there's three villains that are all doing completely different things. <laughs> uh, yeah, epic. Mm-hmm. Oh, but but in all seriousness, all seriousness though, I think. I remember there was this one scene in that movie that was actually really powerful. It's in the end when Sandman and, like, Peter, they get confronted. Uh-huh. And then Sandman, he says something. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he says something to Peter. And uh-huh. then, like, there's a sunset, and he kind of just, like, fades away into sand. Because I remember Peter just lets him go. He doesn't capture Sandman. Yeah. So, and then when Sandman's fading away into the sunset... I thought that was, like, really powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on, why do you have to bring in all these other guys? Just bring in Sandman as your but, No, but they needed Hobgoblin, too, because Hobgoblin was, like, <laughs> oh, like God. he was getting built up to for, that like, two movies, right? Like, it would be really awkward if you just, like, randomly just ditched Harry, like, these are these are all the third movie. All three of them are good villains on their own. Oh, yeah, I'd also like to point Venom out is... that um, these three movies all have James Franco, our, oh, yes. our school alum. Uh, yeah, Pally. Yeah. We should, go Pally. We should, yeah, go Pally. Yeah. But but as I was saying though, all three of these villains would have been good on their own because Venom is like the opposite of Spider-Man. So that in itself is is kind of cool, just polar opposites. Mm-hmm. And then Harry Osborn is has been Spider-Man's friend like ever since he was a, a kid. And yeah. Then, now, and now they've been leading up to it, so he would have been a great villain. Sandman, I I think from like I think an emotional standpoint, it's so funny because he's the most yeah. well-written one, even yeah. though he like doesn't need to be in this. Yeah, movie. exactly. They got him a really good backstory. Yeah. And. But then it's just when they're all together, it's just kind of 
it's a mess. Less is more, they say. Less yeah. is more. I feel like you don't need three villains to make it intense. You just need to have like mm. one really good villain to make it intense. Uh, I think that's like the biggest problem with this movie, of course. I have to say I still enjoyed this movie. I would mm-hmm. still give it a five or six out of ten. A five or a six out of ten? Five or six out of ten. Okay, see, I don't know. For me, I think we didn't talk about it, but some of the flaws mm-hmm. of this movie are like, <laughs> oh, they're bad. Like, just the way Peter Parker acts in this movie is just so out of character. I know yeah. he's like being attacked by the symbiote mm-hmm. or whatever, but like, I don't. The it's just too hard make to watch. Him, it should make him more like corrupted and like yeah. more dark. Not more edgy. edgy. No, <laughs> not like, more edgy in that yeah. way. But like, it shouldn't make him. He's acting like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, like no disrespect to emo people, but like. I don't think of alien symbiotes should make you turn into an emo person. <laughs> um, overall, I think another problem is, of course, Mary Jane's character in this movie oh, is yes, just like yes. kind of abysmal. She's badly written. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Um, there's also a lot of like just manipulation. Um, like all parties, like Harry to uh, Mary Jane, Mary Jane yeah. to, to part Peter, and like, wow, well, I can't speak. Sorry. And like, well, before like you could feel Peter's pain, and like you kind of want to empathize with him. Here it just feels like you it's just, just hate Peter in this movie. Yeah, you just <laughs> hate everyone. No, you hate everyone yeah. in this movie. Everyone's just a jerk to each you other. You hate them, but you love them at the same time. They're <laughs> so funny. It's just like this is fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> like I think this is one of those. This could be one of those movies where it's so bad it's kind of good. Yeah, but I'd argue you're better off just watching the clips on YouTube than actually like watching oh, the movie. So, um, what do you give it? Five or six. Five or six. Maybe leaning towards five, actually. Okay. So like, yeah. you, you all oh, this one more, one more good scene in this movie though is when, um, when Harry's butler, he talks to him, and then there's a scene where they share. And of course, we don't even know who Harry, Harry's butler is because we've never seen him in the yeah. trilogy before. But but this scene between them, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember. This I, scene. I actually did like that scene because it okay. kind of reminded me of like Alfred in Batman. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they're going for that, which is really random because yeah. they're in Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, I would give it like a, ooh, that's tough, like a four. Four. A four out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I think it's below average. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I th- I'd say a five out of ten is like a movie you need to see once. Yeah. A four out of ten is like, mm-hmm. if it's on, like, you can watch it, I guess, but I wouldn't recommend it. You're better off just watching the, the, the random two. clips on YouTube and, yeah, just watch the first two. Also, that's another thing. Like, there's no point watching the first two movies just to watch the third movie. Like, yeah. just watch the first two. Mm-hmm. It's probably better just off. Watch the first two. Okay. Or you can just watch the new trilogy, Amazing Spider-Man, which oh, was yeah. never finished. What an only amazing made the segue. Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Directed by Mark Webb, which just, come on, that's he's just perfect. That His name is, is Mark Webb. That's so great. I didn't, I didn't even know that was a director, and I'm just walking into this yeah. podcast. And then Mark Webb, he, he's a very good director, and they brought in mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield for this role. Just, Andrew Garfield, I've always okay. admired his work because... He is one of the. He's a actor who really brings a lot of like, a lot of like groundedness and like reality to this character because uh, Andrew Garfield has portrayed a lot of other like dramatic roles throughout his years. So he really knows how to show like real emotion. In, okay, in I know I'm on radio, but just imagine me looking at the camera, like in the office, because I, <laughs> I can't disagree with you more. I think Andrew Garfield is by far the least relatable Spider-Man in all the movies. Maybe, but but in terms of emotion, which he can portray, because okay, Andrew Garfield, so, yes, he's an I'd Oscar agree. caliber actor. Andrew so. Garfield can act. Yes, he yes. can act <laughs> much. I love. Oh, I just forgot his name. This is really awkward. Toby. Yeah, Toby I love Toby Maguire. I love him, mm-hmm. and I know I just forgot his name, but <laughs> trust me, I love him. But he cannot act as well Same. as Andrew I, Garfield I, I, for dude. his life, <laughs> like. Uh. But. 
But once again, like, even though he can't really act, I still love him. You know, and that's what makes him so great. He, as yeah, he's he likeable. lovable. Yeah. Uh, except for Spider Man 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was weird. Oh. Okay, sorry, back on topic. Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Um, this plot takes place with Andrew Garfield, and he skateboards in the halls, and he doesn't get bullied by anyone. And oh, he, he does. He gets bullied. Not really. He gets. I mean, kind of. It's his camera. I don't know. Oh, so someone like kicks his camera. Yeah. Okay, but I don't know. Like, it's just. Ugh, I, how is he relatable? Well, he is. He's like a. He like bullies criminals. Here's here's the thing though, because. This Spider-Man is like a working-class Spider-Man because we we look at what's for example the location. It takes place in I think Queens. Yeah. And then there's this really cool scene where he's in this shipyard and then he's skateboarding, and then there's there's like music playing and then he's just kind of he's like having fun, you know. But then like it also shows that he's a working-class Spider-Man because even his uncle Ben, we we get to know that he's a mechanic and that uh, even though Peter's a smart kid, it's not because like his dad like taught him like all this like science stuff it's because he just worked hard in school or or you could argue that genetics made him like smarter because his dad was like some sort of super genius in this movie but I, or I don't something think, i think it's a lot about hard work too because but, even if you just are no, like, no, no, gifted okay. you can't just be gifted with all this like scientific knowledge you have to like work okay, for it you know sure what I mean? sure I, i'd argue that too yeah. and i'd argue that that's actually a part of spider-man's character right? he's a smart yeah, guy he's a hard cookie hard working yes, but yeah. i'd also argue that another selling point of Spider-Man is that anyone can be a hero. That sometimes all it takes is for a normal person with a good heart to be gifted with an ability who wants to help others. Yeah, and I think that's the Spider-Man because he's, not. he it's doesn't come from a wealthy background. His uncle is very... His uncle and his aunt, they're very Yeah, that, well, that, that's every Spider-Man, though. Spider-Man is poor. Yeah, like, and then this, this movie really does a good job of showing that. I think I'd argue that the original Spider-Man trilogy does a much better job, especially the part where Peter Parker takes up a job he doesn't want to do with the boss who hates his guts just so he can help his aunt pay for stuff. Well, well, see, I'd argue that's far more selfless. This Spider-Man has dreams and aspirations because I remember... Okay, let's get this out of the way first. Amazing Spider-Man is by far my favorite Spider-Man movie. I don't know if I said this yet. This guy is unbelievable. But, but as I was saying, this Peter Parker has goals and aspirations because... He signs up for this internship at Oscorp, and then even though he can't even like get in, he, he finds a someone way. else. He yes, steals yes. someone else's pass Just to get in. He, he's gets so, that guy kicked out. But why does he want to do this? Is it because of some ulterior motives? No, he just wants to learn more. He wants. He's interested in science. He this kicks is just the guy he out. Is. He literally it's kicks the guy out. Well, 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 it was for it was for a good cause because if he didn't get kicked out, then Peter Parker would not become Spider Man. <sighs> he's Spider Man. <laughs> Wait, was that even? Yeah, that was a thing that happened oh. in this movie. But like, I don't know. I don't see that. Also, I think I accidentally lowered myself too much. Hang on. Okay, is that better? Yeah. <sighs> Audio is weird. All right, where were we? The Amazing Spider-Man is a decent movie. Excellent movie. Ten okay. out of ten. Um, ten. <laughs> I can't tell how much ten you're out. joking at this point. No, no, point. no. no. Like, like non-ironically, ten out of ten. Ten out. Okay. I'd give The Amazing Spider-Man, like, a 5 out of 10. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, like, not... I have to, I have to disagree with you that, on it's that It's, like, deal. not as good as the original with Tobey Maguire, but not as bad mm. as Spider-Man 3. I, I, I have to disagree with you on that, Theo. Okay. 10 out of 10. Sure, you can, you're entitled okay, okay. to your own opinion as wrong that as it is true. may be. That is true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 2? Sure. I don't want to talk about this movie at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of... Just imagine everything we said about... Spider-Man three, and then just like put that in this movie. No, I think I think they're different. I think the Amazing Spider-Man two mm. is bad because it's like the 
you know how a character is supposed to evolve over the course of the yeah, movie, right? You yeah. want your character to start off naive and like they grow over time. They learn mm-hmm. lessons. They they become a different person by the end. Yeah. And yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Two goes, nah. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker's gonna make mistakes, and he's not gonna learn from them at all. And he's just gonna yeah. keep making those mistakes, and it doesn't matter. I have to say, I think Peter Parker and Amazing Spider-Man One and Amazing Spider-Man Two, they're basically like different people. Yeah. Like, it's not the same person. They're literally different I, people. I really like Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 1. Okay, no, no, no. The We're second going back Spider- to Spider-Man. We're going back to Amazing 1 right after you finish this. Okay, sentence. okay. But in the second Spider-Man movie, Peter Parker is just, like, a arrogant, like, self-centered prick, basically. Like, <laughs> he is just so cocky. I can't, I just... And okay, even not, though Andrew Garfield's a good actor, I, in this movie, it's not even like he's trying. He's just, like... <laughs> it doesn't even look like he's trying. <sighs> okay. Look. In the, in the Amazing Spider-Man 1, I don't know if you noticed, but Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is actually kind of, like, arrogant. Like, very arrogant. He is, he is arrogant, but then he's righteous, too, because he stands up for, like, good causes. Like, remember he, there's this scene in when the beginning. Ben, okay. Theo, Theo, I, Theo. I, I don't even think this is a spoiler Theo, Theo, anymore, Theo. but when Uncle Ben Theo, dies, Theo, Theo. Peter dons the mask not to better himself because Uncle Ben told him to. He wants vengeance on the guy who accidentally killed Uncle Ben. What, what was Do you on, remember that? Was it really on accident? Fine, it wasn't on accident. Like I'm murder. sorry. And then, and then like I was, was saying murder, before, but Peter Parker stands up for what is right because there's this scene in this beginning where, where the bullies are bullying this kid. Yes. And then Peter Parker stands up to these bullies. He doesn't, he doesn't like, he's not a bystander. He's an upstander. He's an upstander sure. in truth. It's like sure. Superman, but Spider-Man. But I'd argue that it's kind of weird how Flash Thompson is bullying some random nerd instead of Peter Parker. Isn't that, like, completely non-canon? Like, in the canon, isn't Peter usually the one getting, like, picked on? I don't know. No, I I also, I I really, that uh, that is true. This movie is not... It's not even a Spider-Man movie. It's not a canon movie, but it's it's kind of like what Christopher Nolan did with, like, Batman Begins. He kind of put, like, a twist on the canon so that it's more grounded and realistic. Because okay. I, I saw this, we got probably the most grounded Spider-Man in, in this movie because we have, like, scientific explanations for how he has his powers, how he has, like, his web-slingers, for example. He built them himself with with a spider. Yeah, like a normal, okay. Web-slingers. Okay, well, okay, that's because, you say that because the Raimi movies, like, twisted things a bit so that he can shoot webs out of his wrist, which is yeah. disgusting. Like, what does that even, how does that work? <laughs> but, like, the thing is, like, you're saying that, like, it's some revolutionary new thing. Like, he, F- Spider-Man has web shooters. Yes, he made yeah. web shooters for himself so that he could, like, swing around. Like, that's that's part of the canon. Well, and, yeah, like, yeah. yes, Raimi broke it, but it's because I think... the well, it, it, did, it did take balls to, like, to, like, go back to the grounded approach, you know, to, to, to the character. I don't think that's very... I, I don't think that's an excuse. I think the reason why Raimi did it was because... For him, right? Like, the Spider-Man character, mm-hmm. like, he didn't have a way to get these web slingers. It's like, the whole point mm-hmm. is that he's poor. Mm-hmm. So then, like, he wanted to keep it grounded enough to where, like, oh, there's no way he'd, like, spend money on this. So he just has the power mm-hmm. in him. Right? Mm-hmm. But then, see, that's the difference between this Spider-Man movie. Because this amazing Spider-Man movie has a much greater focus on, like, the science side of it. Which I thought was really cool. It kind of go like it kind of goes cuckoo in the Amazing Spider-Man two, and then it's not even science anymore. But in the first Spider-Man movie, they're talking about like cross-species genetics and like genetic engineering and all this stuff, and it's it's actually really cool because mm-hmm. you can imagine like a science nerd just like Peter Parker. He is a science nerd, and then he's just so fascinated by really? these topics. In and the then, Amazing Spider-Man two, the guy who rides around on a skateboard is 
like the biggest science nerd I've ever seen, of course. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I was like, it breaks the stereotype because nerds don't have to be like, you don't have to just be like some guy who like wears glasses and like gets beat up, you know? You can be like, you can ride a skateboard too. And then that also, I like the skateboard because that really, <laughs> it like really, the I, I really like My the skateboard. My favorite part of Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2 is that I, I love the skateboard. Rides on a skateboard around the hall is like a cool kid. Yes, yes. And then the skateboard scene, by far the best scene in that movie. Because by this point, I think that Peter Parker and skateboards are just synonymous now. Like, when I think of Peter Parker, I think of Andrew Garfield carrying a skateboard. Like, that's how, that's how deeply tied together they are. Do you think of just Andrew Garfield movie? just walking around taking pictures of, of Emma Stone, too? Because that happens. That is Hope true. you remember that. That is true. It's very creepy. Well, well that, that, is part of, that is part of, part of Spider-Man, because he's like... He's a photographer, awkward. but he doesn't, Socially awkward. he doesn't stalk people. I mean, he did that in the Sam Raimi movies, too. Not as much. Not he wasn't as creepy about so. it. No, no. I, I, I think I think so. Can you give me an example? Because I don't remember. I haven't seen the Raimi movies in a while. I think, because I think you're talking about that that opening scene where basically he takes a picture of Emma Stone, right? I think so, yeah. And then, we're, let's not count the second movie for now, because that's... There's like a part where he just creepy. starts like stalking her like from, from rooftops, but so let's let's just not count the second movie. But besides that, I think that's the only scene that you talked about. Fair enough. I and guess, then I guess it there is the there movie. is scenes like that in the Raimi movies where Peter Parker would just like take a picture of of uh, who's the person Mary Probably. Jane, yeah, or he would just be like staring at her, which is like far more <laughs> more because <laughs> he would just be in the hallway and just like staring at her. I guess. All right, yeah. we got so off topic. Okay. We've been on like a four year man. <laughs> Where were we? Where um we? yeah. Let's go back to Amazing Spider Man too. So I I'm not even gonna talk about the plot. The plot is irrelevant, that doesn't matter. Uh, Let's is, just talk about there's these people and there's explosions. There's like Um the the villains are just incomprehensibly yeah. like evil, like evil? They're just they're evil Spider-Man for the sake of being evil, evil too. Like I, I have to say Amazing Spider Man three had well written vil- or two well written villains. Venom's not very well written. He just kind of Wait, sorry, like Raimi's Spider Man three. Yeah. Yeah. But then Amazing Spider-Man 2, all the villains kind of just like, they're just kind of cheesy and yeah. corny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't even want to talk about the villains. I want to talk about Spider-Man. And just like, in this movie, he's basically a villain, okay? So mm-hmm. he saves people right in the beginning, right? Yeah. It's all good. It looks really mm-hmm. good, actually. The beginning, the opening scene actually has Spider-Man like flying through the I air, did, which is I like super that. cool. Yeah. But it also has Spider-Man. It also has Spider-Man helping this guy up, right? Like, what's his name? Like, the guy who becomes Electro again. Yeah, yeah. That, but then, that was great. When Electro shows up, Spider-Man just goes like, oh, yeah, I don't remember your name. Ha. Huh? And then he's like, what? Yeah. what? How could you? So then, of course, he's like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But then he's not even that mad about it. But what he does get mad at is when Spider-Man, like, he, like, I think Electro, like, accidentally, like, it doesn't accidentally, he, like, breaks something and almost kills uh-huh. some people. And he, like, saves them. But hmm. then, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Sorry, I got I got off topic. I, I am talking about Electro and how bad the villains are. I meant mm. to talk about Spider-Man. That's okay. But um, yeah, like Electro's like his his motives are literally like, how dare you save the people I just tried to kill? You have mm. to I have to kill you now. Yeah, because Electro, he's yeah. I, I think they're him. trying to show that he's just really like psychotic because, like, first of all, with his obsession with Spider-Man in the beginning, which is not healthy. Oh yeah. Where he has like some shrine to Spider-Man. Uh-huh. They're trying to make him seem like this like psychotic guy, but. He's played by a comedian, basically. So it's it's he just comes it's off really as funny. funny. It doesn't yeah. really really so it doesn't work. Yeah, right? he it is it is entertaining to watch him, but he uh-huh. doesn't make a compelling villain. Yeah. If you know, sorry. So let's get back to Spider Man. One of the most weird things he does mm-hmm. is he 
when he first beats Electro, he sprays mm-hmm. him down with a hose from the fireman. And when he does this, not only is he wearing a fireman hat, just in the middle of when he's hosing mm-hmm. him down, he just turns around and starts high-fiving the other fireman. Mm-hmm. Like, how cocky can this guy be? <laughs> like, he's just so arrogant. Oh, man. Um, there's also... Uh, what else? There's, like... Oh, there's also the scene where Harry, mm-hmm. who... Apparently, it's Peter Parker's, like, best friend, even though yeah. we never saw him in Amazing Spider-Man 1, which continuity doesn't matter, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then Harry goes up to Peter and goes, like, look, you you, you talked to Spider-Man before, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think his spider powers give him healing powers. And if I could get access to his blood, I might be able to heal myself of this, like, disease. Because he's like, has this disease that's passed down from his dad, right? Mm-hmm. And then Peter's just like, I don't want to give you my blood. And he just doesn't, he just doesn't well, save his deal, best deal. friend. Here's, here's the thing, though. Because the reason or the theme that they're trying to go for is is this. Basically, Peter's dad explains to him the reason why he, he destroyed the spider blood and tried to hide all of it was because he knew in the wrong hands it could be like a very deadly weapon. So spy, he just basically wants to keep this away from like the public or anybody who can get their hands on it because they could Fair weaponize enough. it and turn it into something. But I, I will give you credit that Spider-Man doesn't explicitly say that. He could... He's just kind of like, uh, screw you, man. <laughs> he's yeah, kind of like, flies like, away. Sorry, man. I, I can't do <laughs> yeah. that. Like, like I feel like if, if he again, just, if just like needs he one line, himself. yeah, he could just be like, it could be a weapon in the wrong hands, and then mm-hmm. he could. But instead, he just, he he literally just like, screw you, man. Yeah, and he, he just, just runs like, out the away. window, and then Harry <laughs> just pulls a pulls like a oh. temper tantrum where he starts breaking things, <laughs> smashing like, bottles. You're a fraud, Spider Man. I remember that scene. That was great. Um, yeah, I don't understand why he doesn't explain himself, and also like Harry's just. His motivations are literally that, like, mm. Spider-Man was just a giant jerk to him. It's just, like, understandable, but also really yeah. stupid. Because, I mean, Spider-Man literally it's just corny. made a it's villain. It's really corny. Spider-Man literally just yeah. made him a villain. And I, I don't know. It's so okay, weird. One one good thing about this movie. I do like the relationship between uh, Gwen and Spider-Man. Yeah. Peter. I, I, I think this is probably the best, like, portrayal of their relationship with or Peter's relationships with mm-hmm. other people. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think yeah. and really uh, in Amazing Spider-Man Two, at least um, apparently at this time, I think mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield and, and um, Emerson were dating. I think so. So it's like they the were literally just improving. Really yeah. Like they were literally just yeah. improving their relationship. <laughs> I feel that's how it feels when you like listen to them like interact. With yeah, each other. yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It, and it really does feel like free flowing, just improv. Um, so we we don't get like that awkward like rom com like. Like yeah. heavily scripted dialogue, it's oh, yeah. it's really natural in this uh-huh. movie. It's really natural. And then the part, this is a spoiler, but I assume if you wanted to see Amazing Spider-Man two, you probably have seen it at this point since it came out like four years ago. Yeah. But uh, Gwen Stacy dies at the end, yep. and then that ending scene is really really powerful. I think. All right. I think the the last like five minutes of this movie is is good. Uh huh. All right. Except for the part that it cuts off weirdly with. Peter about to smash the rhino, and it cuts right before, like, right before oh, it yeah. hits him, also, and the action's going to start. We can talk about how dumb that last thing okay. is, too, as well, but I think we're out of time for now. We're out of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we are. Okay. Um, we can continue this in another time. Yeah. yeah. After the break. After yep. intermission. Right after these messages. Hey, guys. It's Larry from KPLY. I'm going to be doing a special podcast with my good friend, Ori Katz. We'll be talking about our opinions on some notable recent video game releases. Be sure to check out our SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash pallyradio once it comes out to listen. Also, check out our site at pallyradio.com for all the latest podcasts from KPLY. Thanks. And welcome back to In uh, the yes, Studio. Yes, welcome back. All right. Welcome back. So let's just finish up Amazing Spider-Man 2 because I feel like we just didn't really finish up our thoughts on that right. ending scene. So um, it's bad. Bad movie? 
Good scenes, but bad movie. Okay. Yeah. Good ending. Wait, sort of good ending. Mixed ending. I don't like the ending. Hey, stupid. I, I, I like the part where, where Gwen Stacy dies. It's very yeah, sad. Yeah, that's cool, but like it's really very predictable because she very does sad. that like, it's everywhere, very sad. though. It's very sad. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. okay. I too argue my points for <clears throat> streaming. Oh, I, I disagree. Okay, anyway, uh, let's talk about Homecoming because yeah, yes, I think yes. that's like it's the best movie. <clears throat> it's the best. No. Um. So anyway, it's a, it's, it's okay. It's, it's so decent. this this is it's like solid. the first of the MCU Spider-Man, which yes, is yes. of Tom Holland, and they kind of just like skip the origin story altogether, which I love because we've seen the origin story that in comics already. True. We've seen it in films, we've seen it in cartoons, we've seen it in like every every medium. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It, that this, this movie still is an origin story. But it's not the traditional origin. Yeah, it's not like it's not like yeah. Peter Parker gets bit by a spider. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I so I'm yeah that like it, it really like. Oh, I, I like speak. I like the villain in this movie. Yeah. The villain is really good. From from the first scene in the movie, I was very interested in the villain's backstory, and he seems very compelling, and he's a family man. Oh yeah. no, that's a spoiler. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's a he's a family man, which is very important. Uh huh. And. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. This it, it is implied that he is a. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he, like, he's a very relatable guy. You know, like he, the first he, scene in the movie isn't even of Peter; it's of it's him. A, it's of the villain. Yeah. So the way this movie sets up, it's he seems like a protagonist at first, mm-hmm. and in some ways, I do consider him a protagonist. Yeah, which is which is good. He's like a good guy put in a bad spot, and he's yeah. forced to do decisions <clears throat> that are considered crime. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think that's the, best the scenes with Michael Keaton as the villain, just playing himself, are terrifying. Yeah. The scenes where he's a CGI bird are not good at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, they're not not good, but they're just they're not special. They're oh. not special in any way. I think that's the worst problem with He's He's not even as, like, I, I would say as Vulture, he's worse than, like, who's the guy in, in Justice League? Like, he's, like, Dude, not even no. as compelling as Steppenwolf. No, that he's guy's just, way less compelling. Are you kidding? This guy is just a bird that flies around, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's but, just like... A bird. I don't he know. doesn't. He doesn't even have any accessories or powers. Because at least true. Steppenwolf, he has like his his hammer thing or his, his like, axe. Like the then this so guy, vague. he doesn't do anything. But the powers are so vague. At least at least Vulture has like a set power level. You know, like you, like for Steppenwolf. Okay, well, I don't know why we're talking about this. Okay. This is like we're getting off track. Topic. We're comparing like essentially poop with like pee. Like they're both bad. So essentially, <laughs> like, can, Vulture definitely like, his on. powers are nowhere near as like imaginative yeah. or interesting mm-hmm. as a lot of other villains. But at least it's like a backstory. clone. At least not like a He's, clone of Spider-Man. That, that would have been that worse. And Marvel is known to make clones. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so final thoughts on this movie. Just okay. Uh, I'd give it like a 7. I'd give seven. it like a, a solid 9. Solid I think it's nine. my favorite okay. Spider-Man movie because of Tom Holland and <clears throat> because of the villain. I think this is like my favorite villain after... Um, this is my uh, favorite Doc villain Ock. after the lizard. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> After Doc Ock, but then I just love Tom Holland. Actually, no, so, I have to agree. Doc Ock is, is probably the best. Yeah, but I, I love Tom Holland. He's really nice. And he's just a well, very the thing about Doc Ock, character. I'm going to... One last thing about Spider-Man 2 before I move on is that Doc Ock, even when he has the like the claw arms, like in that scene in the hospital, just terrifying. <laughs> that was that was like a horror movie. Like, yeah. People were like banging on the windows trying to get out. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I was scary. All right. Okay. So... <clears throat> Now we're gonna we're gonna transition a little bit, and we're going to rank the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So the the interesting thing is we have no moderator, so uh-huh. we're just, we're just gonna, gonna we need duke to, it out. But we can't just equal. We can't make two lists. We need to make one list. Yeah. We just need to keep arguing <clears throat> with each other until we reach a consensus. Yeah. So let's get started with the worst Spider-Man movie. The worst Spider-Man movie. It's either Amazing Two <clears throat> or Spider-Man Three. I'd say Amazing Two. I didn't give a number. No, 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 I can't speak. A, n- a number scored Amazing 2. Oh, we can just give it right now. I'll give Amazing Spider-Man 2 a 
Four. You had a three. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, we, at least we agree it's worst. Yeah. Okay, so, so Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the worst. Okay, we agree <coughs> on that. So what's the second worst? Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3. three yeah. I think there's just a consensus here. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. So <coughs> far, so good. Okay. All right. And then after Spider-Man 3, what do you think? You see, Theo, I'm going to have to say Spider-Man Homecoming. I know you like this movie. Yeah. Okay? No, I, no, no, I no, really no. know you like this movie. But the thing is for me, Spider-Man Homecoming, okay, just just what's the message? What's the I'd message? say, I, I don't, why does the movie need a message? I think every movie needs a message. Okay. Theo, I'd say Spider-Man Homecoming, like, I don't know. I feel like its message is sometimes you have to take responsibility and like you just got to be a good person, you know? Like Peter Parker, like he could have just lived out his life and let a crime happen and just like live happily ever after. But instead he decides to throw that away and do the selfless thing and try to like stop crime. Okay, so so Theo, tell me this. Where would you put Spider-Man Homecoming? On on the list of Spider-Man yeah. movies? It's number one. Sp- so, number so you, one okay, okay, all okay. the way. Let me, let, me, let me just get this straight. You would, you would put Spider-Man Homecoming above Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Above Spider-Man. Yes. Above Definitely the amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Above Most the Spider-Man TV show by Disney. Oh, no, that one's trash. <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you'll put it above the amazing Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, you'll put it above the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I You're putting sp- Spider-Man Homecoming sh- above the hey, amazing chill, Spider-Man. Chill, chill, chill. I'd, say, I'd say I put the amazing Spider-Man like right here, actually. <clears throat> I think amazing Spider-Man is not good <clears throat> enough to like be up there with the big Theo, boys. Theo. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I completely disagree with you on this one. Okay. I completely disagree. Look, look, to me, let's go back to Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> okay. It's supposed to have a message. What is the message in Spider-Man Homecoming? What's the message in Amazing Spider-Man? The message in Amazing Spider-Man is very powerful. It's about lies and deception. That's why the mask is in. It's kind of like Batman. See, he has to wear <laughs> a mask because he's, he can't be truthful about who he really is because he's Spider-Man, but then he's also Peter. And then living this dual life, it has its consequences. But like, As you see in the ending, where when the police captain says, don't involve Gwen, because okay. he doesn't want her involved in this yes, dual life. But and then he says, he lies to him, and then he breaks the lie at the end, and it's good, because it works. It works, man. Okay, no, 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 no. It no. works. I disagree, because I'd say every <clears> lesson that Amazing the Spider-Man is supposed to learn in Amazing Spider-Man, he just, like, throws it out the window. Okay, his dad is like, don't talk to my daughter because, like, you'll get her hurt. And then he's like, I know I know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. And guess what happens? She hey, gets hey, hurt. No, no, no. But that's the thing. Some promises are meant to be broken because what's better, a truth that draws a tear or a lie that draws a smile? Because sometimes it's okay to lie as long as you accept the consequences. And then later on in Spider-Man 2, he completes that arc where he accepts the consequences because by involving Gwen in his life, she dies and he pays the price. Yes. So this is part of his progression as a character. Theo. What do you mean? Him as a character? This is part of his progression. Are you forgetting the fact that in this universe, Gwen is a character as well, okay? Like, he literally lets someone die and because he's horrible. too selfish. Yes, yes. He is He is and a very bad learning, person. And, yes. and, like, you think he learned from this somehow by, like, trying not to involve other people. But then guess what? He he just goes back to being Spider-Man. And, like, actually, I, I don't even understand why he stops being Spider-Man either. Like, that wasn't the problem. Like, he could keep being Spider-Man if he just didn't involve her in it, right, Gwen Stacy. But then he does. And then it leads her to being killed. So his logic is, See, well, if I don't want other people to get hurt, Theo, I'll just stop saving people. Theo, Theo, that's what he learns at the end of the movie. That's what he learns at the end of the movie, my friend. But does he? That's what he, does yes, he, he does. actually learn that, yes, though? I, I firmly believe. I firmly believe if we had an Amazing Spider-Man 3, he would not pursue any personal Have relationships. Have you seen the clip of the Amazing Spider-Man 3 where he tries the, to bring back his loved ones back to life through science? I firmly believe that that is there, not the case. That is a, that is a, I, I, will, 
I have can to, we roll I have a to, clip? I have to disagree with you oh, on this one, We can't, because this is not edited. Yeah. Okay. See, but I, I guarantee <clears throat> you that exists somewhere, and I'll show it to you later. Okay. Oh. Where were we? <laughs> um, I, I think oh, we're Messages and Morals. Messages and Morals. See, Theo. I, I think I think we're about to say we should skip this and then go to the next movie because neither no, of us no, are no, going to let... No, 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 we're staying right here. None of us we're are going to right let this Okay, go. fine. Let, let's see if we can agree on something. Let's just ignore... Can we put amaze, Can we put the first Spider-Man movie at this spot? At number three. Wait, what are we missing? I will... We're down to the four. Final four. Yeah, we can put, it, we can <clears> put the original baby. See, I firmly disagree with you. I think Tobey Maguire is far superior to Tom Holland, but what? I will give you a little bit of Hello? leeway and put <clears throat> Spider-Man 1 at the number 3 spot. Yeah, sure. Okay. Or the bottom <clears throat> three spot, not top. Yeah. yeah. All right, Theo. We're at the top three the top now. Four. These are the big boys. Spider-Man in Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> I think this bit okay. I, I, I'm gonna just clarify right now. Right now, it probably sounds like I really hate Spider-Man: Homecoming, but that's not true. It's just because I actually like a, almost all of the Spider-Man movies, and then I just like these movies so much that it's hard to put Spider-Man: Homecoming above some of these other okay, movies. Okay, okay. Well, so, let's. Okay, I I, I, just, I do like Spider-Man. Can we look Homecoming. at our number ratings here. Okay, what did we give <clears throat> these movies? All right. So I gave Spider-Man: Homecoming a nine. Yes. And you gave it a seven. Keep going. And then I gave Amazing a five, and you I gave it a ten. I see what you're trying to do. Wait, sixteen wait. is greater than fifteen. <clears throat> well, well, in that case, I have to revise my score for the Amazing Spider-Man. How so? I am going to increase my score for the Amazing Spider-Man to a fifteen out of ten. <laughs> fifteen. <laughs> you can't do that. That's rigged. <laughs> oh, why not? Why not? Hey, they, they say scores are objective or subjective. Okay. So scores are subjective. Fine. Never. So it's, if it surpasses my. I see where this is going. <laughs> I, I rest my case. Okay. Yes. Yes. So let's let's go back to <clears throat> actual debate here. But ah yes. First, let's just say, would, what would we put Spider-Man two because we objectively think it's like it's close second to both of our favorite movies in first place. I think it's undeniably, in the top three, in undeniably in the top two. Undeniably in the top if, two. If, if you said that Spider-Man 2 is the third best Spider-Man movie, that is that is crazy. Man. Yeah, because you're, 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 like, you're off your rockers. What are the two yeah, other what, movies? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because okay, there are two schools of thought. Either you liked uh, you, either you liked Homecoming or you liked The Amazing Spider-Man. Like, sure. sure, one camp's probably bigger than the other, but like yeah, no I one think, says that they're both better than Spider-Man 2. I think your camp's pretty small. I mean, right? hey, we do exist because I, I, will, I don't cite other reviewers as evidence, but to show that other people agree with me, Roger Ebert actually gave Amazing Spider-Man a higher score than, what's it called? Spider-Man Homecoming? Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, I think that's because the Homecoming came out at a yeah. really bad time. <clears throat> like Marvel movies were all getting really samey, and yeah. it didn't do enough to break formula, though I think it did oh, yeah, so do it's, enough it's, to be like different. It's very, it, it's a totally generic Marvel movie with a really good villain. Yeah. I will give no, you the I villain parts, but the thing is, I actually really like the villain in Amazing Spider-Man. I think the dialogue is I, much I better, I really like the, sp- the villain in Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. He he was because think about it. His, his I'd villain. Say, Theo, I'd Theo. say his backstory was good, but then his like actual uh, like what he actually does in the story is really whack. Like why does he want to turn everyone into lizards? He he's helping them. He's he's okay. Theo he can cure diseases. He, he can cure diseases. With, is he though? Okay, Theo. He says in the movie itself he doesn't need glasses anymore. Yeah. Imagine if nobody in New York needed glasses. 
Okay, but that would the, imagine just that alone. Was that alone turn into lizards without their consent? Just for about thirty minutes to an hour. So, I mean, it's, it's okay. I mean, I would rather have. I mean, I would contacts, but I'd rather have to put on contacts every morning <laughs> than be a lizard. Hey, it's, it's only for a few you. hours, man. I, mean, only, I don't know, man. He's hoping humanity. I I don't think so. I think that's a little <clears throat> far fetched. So, and then the thing is, we're not supposed <sighs> to agree with the villain. We just have to see his reasoning. And also, Theo, I think the most beautiful villain scene in the entire any Spider-Man movie. Feel free to challenge me, but. The best scene with the villain is when uh, Dr. Kurt Connors, he gets his arm. He, remember, he starts off going in the glass, and he's he's raising his yeah, arm Yeah, that's a really down. cool scene, actually. And then it's beautiful. And oh, then no, when no, he gets the arm at first, and he unpeels it, and then he's, he's like, <sighs> it's so good. It's so okay, good. that's pretty cool. I think the special yeah. effects in the movie are actually really good, which is kind of funny, because in Amazing Spider-Man, the special effects kind of go down. It's Amazing Spider-Man 2. You 2, mean. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2, the special effects are comparable to Spider-Man 3. Because <laughs> I was watching Spider-Man 3 and I'm like, oh, the special effects are not that bad. They're, they look like Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so okay. <clears throat> I don't think we're ever going to reach a consensus here. Okay, Theo. Another thing about the Amazing Spider-Man, some people will disagree with me, but I think the suit in Amazing Spider-Man is just, it's, it's very original and it's very realistic looking. That's it's like, true. It reminds me of what they did in Batman Begins and The Dark Knight with like the Batman suit because they got like this goofy like George Clooney suit with like nipples and stuff <laughs> and, then, and then they make it like real and like sick looking it okay. looks, looks kind of like a tank yeah, I, deny, I, yeah. I definitely see like why you like Amazing <clears throat> Spider-Man so much I just personally don't see Andrew I, th- I think that's fair because Peter Parker it, it's, it's definitely a very niche movie because it is they do a very different take on Spider-Man I mean it's I'd like argue it's Spider-Man you know well the thing about but, Homecoming is it is consistent with some comics yeah I'd say I, I'd say my favorite part about Homecoming actually is the fact that it's not like, like the Spider-Man powers and all that stuff. Like they're very different because of the whole Iron Spider twist or whatever, which I personally dislike. But I think that flaw isn't enough to overcome the fact that. No, I, wait, what? What is this twist? Not twist. Like what did I say? Like um. Oh, you mean the mechanized suit? Yeah, like the whole mechanized Iron yeah, Spider that's, suit. That's, that's really that's dumb. Weird. But I think it's not bad enough to take away from the fact that Peter Parker and Spider-Man in this movie is like, perfect in lines with this like character where like he's a really like genuine guy who just wants to help people and like he's a little nerdy but he's not so nerdy where he's getting <clears> bullied like every day like Tobey Maguire but Theo know? I think the thing is you have to really go one way or another because if you want a nerdy Spider-Man there's no way you're going to argue that Tom Holland is better than Tobey Maguire but if you want a, I'd a different take on Spider-Man nerdy. I'd say he's realistically nerdy right because like he's only made fun <clears> of when he actually actively does something stupid not like in um, Spider-Man where he's like comedically bullied where like he does nothing and the whole class just laughs at okay, him. Okay, that is true. Where literally everybody just bullies Spider-Man. Let's take Spider-Man 2 back where like his aunt bullies him. Yeah. He's bullied by, by, by what's what's that person? Mary Jane? Uh-huh. She bullies him no, no, too. No, no, Sorry, I just think, I'm just gonna go back. Just everybody bullies yeah. Spider-Man. But in Spider-Man 1, there's one scene where Peter Parker is, I'm actually gonna defend Amazing Spider-Man here or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we're on the same side here, we're friends. Okay. It's all cool. Ah, uh, yes. And, like, after Uncle Ben dies, uh, spoilers, by the way, Uncle Ben dies in Spider-Man. I, I don't think that's a spoiler <laughs> anymore. Um, Flash Thompson just goes up and, like, shoves a, a food tray in his face, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. something like that happens. Like, he gets bullied. And then, like, in Amazing Spider-Man, what I love is that it's treated much more reasonably. Where, like, Spider-Man is angry. Like, Peter Parker is angry, yeah, right? Yeah. Which makes sense. And then Flash Thompson goes up to him and he assumes he's going to get bullied. So he slams him into a locker. But then Flash Thompson says, like, I heard what happened to your uncle. I'm, I'm just here to say I'm sorry. Yeah, and that like, was it's actually that really was good. so good. I think that's a really good scene. <clears throat> Though what happens after is really dumb because that's when Peter Parker goes, "I'm gonna be Spider-Man," and then you're like, "Yeah," and then he's like, 
to get vengeance. It's like, oh, hey, hey, no. I, I, just, dude, <laughs> I, I really like that twist, actually. Because the thing is, it made Spider-Man more of a, a gritty villain. I mean, not villain. Gritty villain. <laughs> made him more of a, a gritty hero. Almost like an anti-hero, kind of. But that's not Spider-Man. He like lost the point. It makes you know, him like, but it scene. makes him like a vigilante, but a like, real vigilante. Sure, but it, it's one thing to have like an Iron mm-hmm. Spider suit, but it's another thing to just completely change Peter Parker's like hey, identity. Hey, hey. Because we don't have superheroes in real life. We have vigilantes. Sure. sure. And then it it it's like I, I keep saying this a lot, but it takes like a Batman approach to it. Because mm. why is Batman Batman? But Batman is he so just, like he Batman loves is just so different. He the difference is Spider-Man. He wants to just find the guy who killed his uncle, right? Batman just loves beating the pulp out of villains because he's no, just mad. That's not true. Yes, yes. He's just angry that his parents died, so he loves just beating up other criminals in the street. But I don't know. But like, Spider- at least like, effort. Even then, Batman has morals, right? He won't <clears throat> shoot someone and won't kill people because he oh, doesn't I don't want. Think other Spider-Man people. doesn't shoot people, man. He doesn't. But in Amazing Spider-Man, he's just kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's a difference between being rude and being a criminal, man. <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. Yeah. Like, like I'm being rude to you right now, but I'm not going to jail, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I really think we should put a timer on this. So, you know what? Let's just finish this up in a minute. Which one do we put above the other? Make Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Make no, Spider-Man. No, ah, I don't want to do like that. Just... Come, come on, come on, Theo. I, Theo. Uh, I guess. Because, because, okay, I will admit that. What's it called? Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is a very good movie. And then I think we can all agree that. But the thing is, it's just not it's not s- iconic enough. It's not signature enough. It's not its own flavor, if you know what I mean. All right. And then Amazing Spider-Man, it's 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 like an art movie. It's it's stylized, it has its own it has its own message. It's just a very cohesive mm. and powerful story. But I don't know. I guess in terms of adaptation, I'd argue that Spider-Man: Homecoming is like the best adaptation of the character of Spider-Man. I, I will Spider-Man agree with that. Too. I, I, the best part about Spider-Man: Homecoming is the characters. By yeah, far. the characters but are. But then very the story is just very much just an MCU story. Yes. Hmm. Okay, fine. I'll give you, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say. Yeah! Is, all right. Is number two, but only by like a hair. Okay. All right. All like right. A hair. So, a quick recap: worst movie, Amazing Spider-Man two, mm-hmm. then Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, three, then Spider-Man, Spider-Man the original. Then Spider-Man Homecoming, and then the Amazing Spider-Man, and, and then Spider-Man in first two. place we got Spider-Man Two. Okay, let's rant about how good Spider-Man Two is. The train scene is the best the train scene, scene in like anything <laughs> where, ever. Where Tobey Maguire looks like he's <laughs> pooping. You can see the pain on his face, yeah, man. He's, he's like, ah. Okay, I'd say Tobey Maguire as an actor is like he he can do facial like he can't speak. <laughs> when he does his speech, his dialogue his is awful. Is so bad, but. Hey, but it helps his character because it just makes him seem more awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, he but actually like, <laughs> forgets the line, so then he's like, "Oh, uh, hi." <laughs> so it, it fits his character, man. But yeah, I'd say his face during the train scene, and then the part where his like arms are spread out and he's getting carried by the New Yorkers, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, is that Spider-Man?" He's just Whoa, a kid. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. It's like my son's age, Ooh. and it's like, hits home. Oh. It really does. And then the scenes with with. Oh, Doc, Ock. Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Doc Ock scenes are so good. Because like, first of all, we talked about how Michael Keaton as the Vulture was good as Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. but he wasn't good as the Vulture. Yeah. Doc Ock is good as Doc Ock and as Claw Doc Ock. Yeah. And also, I just always good. Yeah. I'd, I'd argue that like it's even better considering the like Spider-Man Two came out in like two thousand four. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was like really early. Like that was before MCU was even like conceived. 
And like this is before point, okay, like, feel, villains? feel. This was before the dark, or I mean, Batman Begins. Yeah, this is. This was before all of those like, movies. This is before all the superhero movies, so that's like really impressive for the time, especially. <clears throat> so yeah. And then let's talk about that one scene where they're in the hospital, and then uh, what's it called? He has. His <laughs> I don't remember that scene. No, no, no. Spider Man Two. Remember we. we uh, what's it called? The doctors are trying to operate on him and cut off his claws. Oh. But then he wakes up. And then oh he starts, God. like, grabbing them. Yeah. And they're banging on the doors and windows trying okay. to escene. I now remember now. It's yeah, that's scene terrifying. terrifying as a kid. Because there's all this hospital equipment around. They're trying to fight him with, like, the saws and, like, the, the scissors and stuff. But and the claws are just too yeah, strong. It's, it's just, oh. Yeah, it's just... It's like a horror movie, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Is that enough? I think I think we're good. I think we figured okay. it out. All right. So... Got a ranking. Hey, um, also, this is completely subjective, so feel free to comment down below and have a civilized debate about what it's you sound- think is the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Are, are there comments on SoundCloud? Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is just our opinion, <clears throat> so don't flame. Yeah, feel free to message us if, if you have any yeah, fears. We, and then, uh, to clarify, I, act- I actually like all the Spider-Man movies, so if even if you said Spider-Man 3 is your favorite Spider-Man movie, I yeah, will I support you on that, that because like, they're, they're, all, like, they're all iconic horrible, in their own way. Yeah. yeah. Except, except Amazing too. I mean, and if you said you like that, <laughs> the romance, man, like like I, I said, guess. the romance is the best. In that sure, movie. if you're like if you're a fan of romance and you're and like, like rom coms and stuff, if yeah. you're a rom com fan and you're yeah. watching <laughs> Spider Man, sure, whatever. Uh, That's <clears throat> yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, well, thank you guys for watching. This has listening. been. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this is uh, I, you know, I come from YouTube, so. <laughs> YouTube.com <laughs> slash. Uh, like subscribe. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've been listening to Back in the Studio? In the studio. In the studio. You we have to re-record this. Yeah. All right, whatever. Okay. It's fine. All right, <clears throat> just, just cut out, okay? All right, so you've been listening to In the Studio with Theo and Jared. And, oh. um, if you guys want more content in the future, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Yep, and uh, be sure to be open for more In the Studio. <laughs> <laughs>